What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Perfectly Blended Podcast, Season 5, Episode 6. Today, we actually talk about marriage lessons from what else right now? The Chris Rock and the Will Smith fiasco that's coming up. Right now. Thank you so much for joining us on the Perfectly Blended Podcast. This podcast is for blended families, for couples that want to strengthen their marriage and want a brighter future. Perfectly Blended exists to break the stigma of divorce, drop the shame and guilt holding you back, and equip marriages to thrive instead of just survive. We believe all that is possible in this life is based on the power of Jesus Christ and his ability to restore us fully. Let's dive in. Welcome, welcome, welcome to today's show. And hey, we're going to jump on the bandwagon. You might as well, right? Because there's always lessons from everything. And especially from this massive fiasco that happened a few nights ago that, you know, the world is an up in arms over. The slap heard round the world. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> the slap heard round the world. I know. Like, I mean, instantly there's memes. There's everything, oh right? Oh my gosh. The, our feed were, was flooded. Yeah. It was ridiculous. All social media right now is just completely caked with this, right? Yeah. Just that's going on right now. I know it's super crazy. Uh, but, you know, so today we really want to kind of talk about that. But before we get started today, my love, what is it that's on your heart you want to talk about? Uh, I mean, pretty much just that. That's been like all over. I saw some funny memes. I mean, of course, Ben Shapiro shared one where it was like, uh, Chris Rock, it said your feelings and Will Smith, it said facts, you know, and was smacking you. And you saw little blips from interviews with on the view or, you know, the daily network or something like that. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, um, Ben Shapiro's thing, the Daily mm -hmm. Wire. Yeah. That's probably what you're thinking of, the Daily Wire. Yeah, so you saw interviews of people being interviewed after that happened, you know, famous people saying, and what's shocking actually to me, this isn't what we're actually going to be, we're going to be talking about the slap, yes, but marriage lessons from it. But what's shocking to me is actually how many people are mm. rallying behind Will Smith. Now, don't get me wrong. Like someone, if I Crazy did something man. wrong, the people that love me are going to rally behind me to, well, to no, well, to support me, but to also Challenge help me, you. help me be held accountable. Yeah. Like, I Hey, agree. don't run away from this. Yep. You, we love you, but you need to have some accountability for it yeah. because the right thing to do is to own up to it. Say you're sorry, which he didn't say sorry to Chris Rock. He did. He, he kind of did. No. He apologized to the Oscar Academy, the Academy. No, the following day he posted something on social media yes. and he's, he said something about, well, yeah, it's always the next I know. day. I trust me. I know. I know. It's, but, yeah. It, that's the only thing that was really shocking to me. Like how far, like, where has our world come to where someone can literally get up out of the crowd, walk up on stage, assault, like physically assault yeah. the host go sit back down and every, nothing happens. And everyone's like, Oh, he's amazing. He's awesome. He did the right thing. It's like, it's very simple. What's right and wrong. Okay. So anyway, yeah. and I know we want to talk a little bit about this stuff today and about, I mean, everybody has their own opinions right now, right? We yeah. understand that. Like yeah. we're fully on where, yeah. but it's our podcast and we want to share our opinions <laughs> on it. Right. And that's the whole kind of thing. And you're more than welcome to share yours in the comments. Yeah. And you are more than welcome to share yours because we can delete them. No, I'm just kidding. But we will, right. We want to have conversations about these types of things. We yeah. do. But, but the thing is that Christy and I have learned over our long, long lives, because we're old people now, is that there needs, you need to learn 
from everything that happens around you, right? We don't just learn from our own mistakes or our own circumstances. The goal in our life is really to learn from all the things that happen around us. And if we're not, we're really not utilizing the opportunities from those things. So no. today we want to talk about that. But first, we're super excited about something brand new that Christy and I just put out. And we want to talk to you and let you know about it. It's a brand new training that we did. It's a workshop and it's for marriages, right? And particularly it's, you know, for either premarital or early marriage into your second, third or fourth marriage. It talks about how to avoid the three major mistakes. And this is something that we've really poured into, Christine and I have. So if you want to go and be part of it, it's super simple to do. You can follow the link that's on the screen or I will actually put, oh, I should do it right this second. I'll put the link Wow. in here. Let's see. Um, no. Boom. Oh, dang. Yeah, I'm good like that. You are. Dang. Boom. And then we'll add it to the broadcast like that. So it's even more <laughs> fancy. Okay, so you can get to it from that. So if you want to be part of this, just go ahead. It's completely free to sign up. No obligation. And, no obligation, um, no. you know, it's something that we put together. So we really hope that it finds, uh, you know, you and you find some value in that. So we want to let you know about that. But without further ado, we want to talk about these major awesome uh, marriage lessons that we can get. And it's actually true. I, it's people are probably thinking like, how can you get marriage lessons from this? Actually, you can get a lot of marriage lessons from this. A ton. A ton of it. So. We tried to squeeze out just like three or four things, but there's so much to unpack with this whole thing. Like we could probably do 10 episodes of our podcast just on what happened mm -hmm. and about what type of lessons we can get. So yeah. without further ado, we're going to start off with our very first point. It is you can't ignore the past. You cannot ignore the past. Yeah. So what I got from that is that Will Smith really, I mean, they've been in the public eye for how long now? How many years? I think like six years since 2016. You're saying about since the whole marital mm -hmm. issue thing? Okay. Mm -hmm. So maybe fill people in on a little bit about that if they don't know. So in 2016, you know, Jada came out and said that she had slept with someone and because she isn't, you know, satisfied with Will. And that they've agreed to have an open marriage. And, um, you know, there's been all sorts of different opinions on that. But, we, you know, we say that we're, we're, we say we're Christian. We are Christians. We promote that our podcast is a Christian podcast. So our values for marriage are going to come straight from the Bible. Uh, that's one of the reasons why we started this podcast is because we've both been divorced. God would not want you to get divorced. And we've shared that in a lot of our previous podcasts. But we were not Christ followers back then. And now, yeah, right. Yeah. I don't care about Hollywood. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's, we weren't Christ followers back then. And now, but we got remarried. We were married to each other. And now we were remarried. And so you start finding out like God doesn't want you to get divorced. And then you start questioning your current marriage and all of that. And all you can do is submit what you have to God right now. So by saying you can't ignore the the past, it's you have unspoken or undealt with things from your past that you have not healed. Yeah, from. unresolved stuff. And yeah. how you can spot that in people is when they center their life around their spouse. Like they're willing, it's called high, high levels of codependency. And they're willing to let their spouse basically do whatever it is like Josh would want to do. And I don't care. I'm going to let him abuse me in a way yeah. to abuse my trust, yeah. abuse, you know, our intimacy, abuse me as a person 
by not being faithful to me just because I want to be able to say that he's my husband and I'm married to him. Whatever. I don't care. I'll accept whatever as long as you stay married to me. And that is unhealthy. And that typically would go back to an unhealed thing, usually from your childhood or your teenage years. So, I mean, that'd still be childhood, yeah. right? Two things that I want to talk about. Number one, first is that Linda said, that th this is the thing, I don't care about Hollywood. We don't either, but this right. is the deal, right? We need to understand that we don't have to care about Hollywood to make sure that we can apply the lessons from what's happening in the world. I think it's it can sometimes be a big oversight on our behalf to not see the things that are happening around us and say, you know what, I don't have to care about this, but there's a lesson that can be extracted from what's going yeah. on right now. Because we're about to have a grandchild. We're about to have a grandchild. And we yeah. cannot care about it all day long, but our kids and our grandchildren yes. and everything are being subjected to this. Absolutely. It's good for us to have like- We need to. Yes. You yeah. have to. Because if we're relying only on the Christian world to give us any examples of right and wrong, we're, we're missing so much we're of failing. what's going yeah. on. We don't have to necessarily care or be- you know, of the world, right? But we need to understand the world's happening around us yeah. and there's massive lessons that need to be learned yeah. and talked about. So we don't want to avoid that. So I wasn't real sure how you, what, what the comment was intended, but that's the, yeah. way that I, that's the way that I took it. Yeah. So if I, if I felt like, if it seems like I didn't take that right, please let me know. But yeah. Uh, but the second thing is, you know, we talk about the past, right? So I talk about, you know, you can't get, ignore the past. Something that you, maybe you didn't know that Will Smith actually wrote, wrote a, like a memoir a few years ago, a book of his called Will. And in his book, he really goes into fine detail about his childhood, about how his father was massively abusive to his mother. And he had watched his mother get punched in the face by his dad, and he didn't do anything about it. So he goes on in his book to kind of explain, like, this is a major driving force in my life right now that I want to protect the women that are in my life. But the thing is, when we get focused on these things, which we can sell ourselves on protecting our spouses mm -hmm. is the number one thing. But we have to understand there's a proper way, right? God gives us, um, you know, diligence the way that we're supposed to handle things in our in the world that we're in. So the problem is in this situation is he didn't, he has some unresolved things that happened in his past. So the way that he's treating what he has that's at his care is incorrectly handled because it's handled in an emotional way. Right. Instead of a proper way. So we can't ignore the things that happened in the past. Not that we should, but the way that we heal from those things mm -hmm. are everything. And that's a little, something else I want to talk about a little bit later, but we can't ignore that. And in our relationship, we can't. I love what Christy talked about because we can't ignore the things that happen between him and Jada. We, you can't ignore that. Right. And as much as he wants to maybe pretend and act like it's a good thing, it is not good. It's not the way God's intended us to live in matrimony. And you can't get beyond those things. You have to deal with those accordingly. So yeah. you can't get, you can't ignore the past. No. Like you can't. So that's number one. Number two, Los Amigos. There are no take backs. Yeah. So you know how everybody says like, be careful even how you speak to your spouse. Right. Because once you say something, it's out there like you can apologize all you want, but it's been said the damage has been done. It's up to that person to forgive you. So when you are in an unhealthy relationship or you are unhealthy on the inside, there can be emotional outbursts if you haven't learned how to be in control of yourself and be centered mm -hmm. in God stems in a lot of that. Like if you're constantly in prayer with God and reading your Bible and doing all of these things, when the world comes against you, when you are attacked by the world, you will be able to, it's not going to say that you're not going to feel anger and be upset or be hurt, but you won't have as much 
outburst like physically because of that. And once you do that, there is no take backs. Like once you just say something or do something, there is no take backs. So take responsibility for it, you know, after you do it and try to make amends and all of those things that you can do. But wouldn't you rather just not do it like to begin with, you know? Yeah. And I think the thing is, you know, when we talk about no take backs is we have to understand that, you know, when Christy and I got together, I made a vow to her, which we've talked about before. I made a vow to her. I said, you know, I will never say a cross word to you, you know, and I never have. Why? Because I can't retract the things that I said. Right. It's impossible to. And we can talk about forgiveness all day long. Yeah. But forgiveness is not forgetness, right? We can't forget Ooh. things that happen. I like that. And whether we, whether we want to or not. And there, so there's always this little seed of what someone had said to me and words cut. Like we've talked about that, yeah. you know, you can get in a fist fight with somebody, but if you get in a verbal altercation and someone hits below the belt, yeah. that sticks with you forever. That's mean. And it can, right. And it can really push something onto you. So like in your marriage, you, you need to make sure that you're not responding in emotion, right? So we talk about, there's no take backs. If we respond in emotion, there's no taking anything back. It's already happened. Now you have to spend the rest of your time together trying to repair and convince your spouse, like, I didn't mean to say that. I didn't mean to do that. I'm a work in progress. I'm all these things, but it doesn't mean that it's, it forgets. So it's really important that we talk about, you know, there are no take backs, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, no matter what. So Linda is saying, Jada who, Will who, yeah, she didn't watch the award shows. Oh. So, yeah. And so she's like, I like your experience, not Hollywood's. Yeah. And that is awesome. That's fair to say. And I appreciate yeah. you saying that. What what Josh and I do, what a lot of people don't get to see, we need to start documenting our lives. Oh, my gosh. So what a lot of people don't get to see is Josh and I actually relate so much things that when we talk about to, to I think it's from our recovery to uh, what's a lesson that we can learn from it. Like we did one on Rachel and Dave Hollis when they got divorced, you mm-hmm. know, and we we looked at this and him and I, of course, started talking about, well, you know, their marriage. And, and of course, we can have opinions about it. But then we start talking about that's why it's so important for our marriage to be rock solid. And that's why it's so important to be communicating and making sure you're not in an open marriage, you know, and you're being biblical with your marriage. Yeah. So we like to take those things and say, put out like the same conversations him and I have about things like this, about how important our marriage is to us and try to put that out for other people, especially people that are in blended families or that have been divorced by saying, do you see the repercussions? Uh, Josh isn't out slapping people. So I can't be like, do you see the repercussions since we have such a horrible marriage that my husband's out like assaulting people? We like to say like, do you see the repercussions though? If you're not living your life, You know, biblically, if you're not giving your marriage over to God, these are the things that can happen in the real world, not in Hollywood even per se, but in real marriages, you know, that happens. A guy guy could be so broken up and so in love with this person or thinks he's in love with this person that he's like wanting to get in physical fights with anybody that says anything to her because he wants to show her I'm going to protect you because he's trying to prove his worthiness to her. So that's the reason why we're talking about this is because the marriage, the foundation of a marriage is so, so vital in this world. If you're married, it should be your most important relationship on earth. It should. It has to be. And it has to be well protected. And the thing is too, Linda, that's a little bit, maybe you don't know about us, but uh, Christy and I lived a really rough life. Oh, right. We've been sober. You know, she'll be 11 years tomorrow sober. I'm 13 years sober now. But before that, 
we lived worse than Hollywood probably. And we can have a major appreciation of living your life for the Lord and living your life yeah. in accordance to yeah. what God has for us per the Bible. So it's it's it speaks volumes to us when we see something that happens. Yeah. Neither one of us watch the awards either. No. We don't watch that. But what we, we had to look see, it up. We saw it on our Facebook feed and we were like what is this? Yeah. So what we do though is we see this as an opportunity. That's yeah. what, that's the way that we work. So then we go back, I go back and do a little bit of research. And I'm like, I want to know what's going on with this yeah. because there's a lesson in all of this stuff. And thanks, Mikey G. We appreciate that. Mikey G. We love Mikey G. We and do. so that's why we do this, right? So we want to make sure that we're taking what the world is showing everybody as an example. <laughs> Yeah. which is truly not a good example in our right. opinion. Exactly. I believe this is what Linda's saying. Yeah. It's not a good example to say, Hey, you can turn this around, use it for good. Yeah. Right. And, and build off of that inside your own personal relationship, especially your marriage. Yeah. And so that's what we, that's why we do yeah. what we do. Okay. So first was you can't ignore the past. Number mm -hmm. two was there are no take backs. Right. And then number three is doo -doo -doo, you need to trust God with your spouse. Yes. Trust God with your spouse. One of the biggest things, and I'm still not all the way there, but I'm almost all the way there. One of the farthest things that I've come, I believe, in our relationship, and he may feel differently, but is I am not a trustworthy person, especially of men. So if any of you have watched our podcast in the past, you'll know that I had a very scarred upbringing, especially when it came to men with physical and sexual abuse. And I don't trust men. I just don't. And so when him and I got together, it was always like, Who's texting you? What are you doing? Let me check your email. What's going on? And I really had to pray for God because Josh wasn't going to change my heart about this. God, only God was going to. Yeah. So if I really truly want to trust my spouse and I really want to put our marriage and have it be successful and have it be glorified and bloom as much that God would want it to bloom, I need to trust my spouse with with God. Yes. And I have to pray and say, you know, I trust God. I'm not putting my trust in Josh. I'm putting my trust in God. And I'm trusting that this man now mm. that I have remarried and we are giving everything that we can over to God and we are putting him in the center. I'm trusting God that if Josh chose to go out and ruin what we have, I am leaning into God. Mm. So I cannot mm. be crushed because I'm in God and not in Josh. That's how you have to trust your spouse with God. It's you're actually trusting God. That's what the whole premise of that is. Yeah. I mean, this really goes right back to Will Smith going and talking and saying that, you know, when she went on all, Jada went on all these talk shows and stuff years ago after all this incident happened with her. And now like all of a sudden they're in this open relationship, right? That's him trusting in his ability to be able to cope and just and adapt. And to him, he's thinking, okay, this is on me now to be okay yeah. with this because if I'm not okay with it, she's going to leave me. Yeah. Right. And that has zero trust in God. Now I, I don't want to speak for them. I don't know enough about them. I only know a few things that I've read. You know, I don't think they're followers of Christ. I've never seen any fruit from that. Right. But I would say to myself, like, this is not, this is not a good replication of being a follower of Jesus because he's putting all of his trust in himself of being able to deal and handle the situation that his wife is doing. And exactly what Christy said, I mean, which is an amazing example. Right. I don't even have a better example because it's so good. But the point is, is if she's relying on me to be her hope, 
she's already lost. Yeah. Like our marriage is already doomed. And we have to take, this as such an example of moving forward that yeah. if I have to hope in Christy to be perfect in every way to please me, I've already lost this marriage. This marriage is already slipping away from me. I have to lean and in, lean into God and trust him that he has this best intention for us. Right. I get goosebumps even saying it because neither one of us are perfect, but, mm -mm. but at the same time, I can see how this relationship that they have going on, it just came to a point. It just came to a point all of a sudden and on national television, he had, he literally had a meltdown mm -hmm. because he's trying to manage and cope and deal with something that is not capable of him to deal with. It's unnatural and, and it's falling apart. So, and let's be honest, there's Christian teens out there that look up to Will Smith without a doubt. And think like maybe this is like my hero or a mentor that I can look up to. And it's like, okay, you need to understand that you should be looking to God as your hero and your mentor. Yeah. Should never be. Men will let you down. Yeah. You should never be looking at any human because whether they believe in God or don't believe in God, they will always let you down. Yep. Believing in God is not going to let a person be able to keep be perfect, uh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> records with you. So no, it's true. And I think it's so important that we, we know that if we leave all of our trust in a person that yeah. we actually have no hope of the future, we can't do that. So I just think there's so much to understand when it comes to trust. Yeah. I, mean, I need to trust my spouse and that's done in a practical sense, but ultimately for me to trust my spouse, I need to give that trust to God. Like I have to trust in him first. So mm -hmm. first and foremost. Okay. So let's move on to the very, very last point. I'm actually going to click on it. Ooh, I'm going to click on it. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> right? We all need grace. We, all, we need all need grace. Yes. So we have to forgive our spouse no matter how stupid that they act, you know, especially if that's your number one relationship. And we all need to understand that we are all a work in progress, right? Yeah. Which is what he came out and said. Right. That was one of his things that he came out and he said, forgive me, you know, everybody, I am a work in progress, which is true. Now, that's not a cop out. And that is not that is not an apology. Right. Changed action is an apology. Being coming different and doing things differently is the true thing. But the but the thing is, even if he is not of Christ follower, we need to see this as an opportunity to still have grace. Right. That's what we're called to as Christians. And we have to look at our marriage the same way. Yeah. Things are going to, we're going to all have seasons where she's having a really great season and I'm not having a great season. She's going to have to have grace on me during that season because at one point in our relationship, I'm going to have to have that same grace back. And we have to look at this and we've talked about it a thousand times about being on the same team. Yeah. Right. God has offered us grace and we do not deserve it. Not even a smidge of it. Right. And we continuously let him down every day and he still gives us the grace. And we have to look at our marriage as the same thing. Like we're going to screw up. And if I try to hold Christy to the fire every time she screws up, that when it comes to me, she would, she's not going to return the same. And then eventually we're going to have so much of a gap between us and our marriage that it's going to feel like it's impossible to repair. That's why we have to model what Jesus does. And that is offer grace to each other. Well, and we for your marriages, it's very, very important to have good community around you. And I know yeah. that Denzel Washington is a claimed, you know, believer. Christian and believer yeah. in God. And after, you know, Will had the outburst and assaulted somebody on stage, he then won an Oscar and got up on the stage yeah. and was sobbing, crying, thanking everybody. But regardless of that, the main, he had three or four 
famous friends of his consoling him afterwards or talking to him, trying to calm him down. And the one quote that he took from everyone that everything everyone said to him during the calm down period was he said his friend Denzel Washington came up to him and said, you need to be careful because when you're at your peak, that's when the devil's really going to come a knocking. And that's what you need to have in your marriage mm. is good Christian mentors and fellowship to that when you do screw up and you will. And sometimes it's in front of the public and sometimes it won't be. Sometimes a trusted friend of yours, you will trust them to let them know of something you did behind closed doors. But mm. a Christian friend will look at you and call you to the carpet and <laughs> call you to the carpet like an old person. <laughs> They'll call you to the carpet and say, like, you know, you need to submit over to God or is that biblical or what do you need to do now? Like what you did was not what God would have wanted you to mm -hmm. do. But what would God want you to do now? He'd want you to make it right. He'd want you to do this, this, this. And that is very, very important about Christian community coming up, offering you grace and showing mm -hmm. you what God would offer to you, but also holding you accountable. And that's what God would do. He'd offer you grace, but he's still going to hold you accountable for the actions that you did. So Yeah, and remember that your your marriage is your most important relationship on this planet, Yeah, right? Your, your heavenly father is your number one, but then next to that is your spouse. And if you're not going to offer grace to your spouse, yeah. you can't expect it to be ha happen yes, in return. You please. can't. Yes. So we have to live our lives accordingly. If we're in a marriage, a Christian marriage, second, third, fourth, doesn't matter. It does not matter. It is what it is, right? And we have to look at this as the greatest opportunity God has given you. He's given you a second chance by grace. And so make sure you apply that to your own personal relationship in your own marriage. Well, and look at it this way. There is times that I do not want to forgive him. He has ticked me off and I am super upset about it and I want to be mad. Okay. And that's my flesh, my flesh. He hurt me. I have the right to be mad. He's a jerk. I do not want to forgive him. He deserves to suffer, you know, and that's what you think in your head. And then you have to go to God in those instances and pray. And so God can convict you and reveal to you, you love him. Like I gave him to you as a precious gift. And I've told you to not that he's going to let you down and to not put your trust hundred percent in him to put your trust in me. Mm. What are you so upset about? He, he is your teammate. You need, you have screwed up and then God will remind me how many times I've screwed up in the past and he has said nothing or not held a grudge against me mm. and forgiven me immediately. And that's what God can do for your relationship. Because if we are actually truly honest, we don't always want to forgive people. A lot of the times we don't want to forgive them Most of the because time. in our brain, we're to our pride and our selfishness, our sin nature is giving us all the reasons why no. we don't have to, we have yeah. the right to be mad. And that's why you go to God. That's why you go to God. Cause you need to be reminded of how much of a screw up you are and how much of forgiveness God has offered you. Yeah. I want to get a t-shirt made though. It says Christie's precious gift. I want to make sure that I get a t-shirt made up with that. <laughs> she called me her precious gift. God's so. told me that. Oh, okay. Well, it's not a t-shirt. <laughs> per God, I'll say that on the bottom. Oh my goodness. Oh my Christie's goodness. Precious. Gift as a way of review, right? We want to tell, <laughs> remind you of the four things that we talked about today. Marriage lessons from the Will Smith and the Chris Rock fiasco. Number one, you can't ignore the past. Number two, there are no takebacks. Three, you need to trust God with your spouse. And number four, we all need grace. 
And that's how we live as Christians is with grace. And that's how our marriages continue to grow is honestly through grace because um, we heard, I heard something a while ago, I don't know if it was from a movie or a book or somebody's quote, and it said something about the good times where we go from one moment to the next. You mentioned that on one of our podcasts, and I don't remember exactly. Oh, quote. it's um, Just Married. From Just Married, it's, yeah. It's the dad that tells the son. him, the yep. son, that the life is just, life is what the moments that take you from one happy snapshot to the next. Yeah. So the photo album just shows you the happy snapshots, but life is everything that happens it is in between. between and grace is what carries us to the next, yes. the next yeah. happy moment. And I believe that. And, yeah. you know, as our marriage strengthens, as we get older, the more that I can understand that and respect that, the less that I want to take her for, you know, for granted. And the more that I want to pour into my marriage and the, the more humility I want to have uh, in my life so I can honor the, the, the person, my precious gift that God has given me, you know, and it's important that we do those. So let's look at the world as it is, right? Don't be in the world, but understand that we have lessons that can be learned from all of the garbage that happens around us. And don't, don't oversight those things, see them, take them in, process them and learn from them. And that's what, that's why we wanted to talk about this so much today. Yeah. To give you a little snapshot into our lives like believe it or not people we could probably have like 27 mini podcasts every single day of our life because josh and i have so many different conversations about so many things our life is usually never small talk it's always about this event what could we take from it what is you know how they need jesus all of those things and then talking about all so this is just giving you just a little snapshot into our into our minds (laughs) <laughs> You're welcome for that. <laughs> so I want to remind you, uh, if you made it this far, do not forget our marriage workshop that we have. It's completely free. It's about 45 minutes long. Uh, you can, for if you're listening right now and you're not watching, it's joshandchristygrochi.com forward slash free dash web class. I'll make sure to put a link in the show notes as well. And I'm going to add another link on here just so everybody has it. Yeah. And what it is, is Josh and I, have been together for 11 years okay and we made a lot of stupid mistakes stupid and if we would have yeah if we would have had like a marriage coaching class or something to help going into a blended family or newly blended family saying hey have you guys talked about this have you thought about this hey this is gonna come so be prepared for it and know how you guys are gonna stand together in a as a unit you know, when this does come up, if, if we could help another blended family fast forward, like five or six years of beating their heads against a wall, then that's what we want to do Yeah, because God wants your marriage to work. God wants to be in the center of your marriage and he wants everyone to be submissive to him and he can make your marriage flourish if you can just surrender over to him. Amen to that. I want to thank everybody for being here. We will see you next week, next Tuesday at 7. Bye.